Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All it took for WWE to sit atop the wealth mountain right now were a series of conversations that helped reshape the industry forever. That's also true for various other major figures, promotions, and wrestlers inside the wrestling sphere. Things could honestly be so very different. So with that in mind, I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 secret conversations that changed wrestling history forever. Number 10, Cody and the Bucks discuss Dave Meltzer's words. Wrestling Observer Chief Dave Meltzer couldn't have known the flames he was fanning when he said that ROH would never shift 10,000 tickets for one of their shows. That, according to Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, got the friends who all worked for the company talking. That led to the birth of AEW. The threesome produced their own all-in event on the 1st of September 2018 first, of course, and the success of that made Meltzer eat his words. No, Ring of Honor hadn't shifted 10,000 briefs, but some of the group's top talents had, and that must have felt great. After that, Cody and the Bucks pondered more. That's when Tony Khan and family came into the picture. Who knows if All Elite would even be a thing had Meltzer not fired out an accidental challenge to guys who were hungry to prove him wrong. There is a chance that Cody, the books, or a combo of indie workers might have tried running their own company, but shooting the stuff about Dave's comments here ultimately led to bigger things. Number 9. We're starting on top of the cell. Bruce Pritchard was appalled when he heard from Mick Foley that he and The Undertaker planned to start their Hell in a Cell stunt show on top of the cave. That was breaking new ground for the match type, and Pritchard wondered if it had ruined the entire point of having a roof structure in the first place. Foley didn't care though, he had something huge in mind. That passive conversation with one of the WWF's top creative minds changed the course of Hell in a Cell history for good. After Mick's huge bumps off and through the cage, the latter of which was something he hadn't planned, fans expected massive stunts whenever the gimmick was scheduled. When was the last truly great Cell match though? It is an interesting question to be honest. Because most today can't hope to live up to or top what Taker and Mankind achieved at King of the Ring 1998. That may not be the case had they not agreed to start on top. And while I've got you here, what's your favourite Hell in a Cell bout outside of this particular classic? Let me know in the comments section down below. Number 8. Bret Hart talks to WCW in 1992. Bret Hart bagged his first WWF world title from Ric Flair on the 12th of October 1992. Before that, he was secretly negotiating with WCW 
WCW about jumping over to work there, but couldn't come to an agreement on money with then-senior management Jim Barnett. Barnett actually told the hitman to stay put over the phone. Although Hart was the reigning Intercontinental Champion at the time these talks took place, he wasn't sure how seriously Vince McMahon would take him as a headliner. In fact, Brett wasn't even sure Vince viewed him as someone deserving of a push at all. He was willing to take more money in WCW and try his luck there. Barnett stepped in to demiss what others in WCW were telling the Canadian. They couldn't actually pay him the cash he was looking for, and that eventually changed Hart's mind. He decided to stay in the WWF. Vince then told him he'd be champ later that year, and they all lived happily ever after. Oh, uh, wait. Number 7, The Undertaker tells Vince McMahon he's done. On WWE's Last Ride documentary series, The Undertaker was shown chatting with Vince McMahon after his tag team match at Extreme Rules 2019. Despite being pleased with how the bout had gone, Taker suddenly told his gaffer that he was done and would probably be hanging up the tights. McMahon told him, I will follow your lead. Extreme Rules didn't end up being The Undertaker's final match, of course, but it was a sign that the icon was mentally prepared to call it a career almost 30 years deep. He'd rest one more time in a cinematic boneyard brawl against AJ Styles at WrestleMania 36 before announcing on the docks finale that he was retiring. As the Usos and the Revival worked a tag match out in the ring, Taker told Vince behind the curtain at Gorilla that he was likely moving on from this chapter of his life, and nobody knew that conversation had even taken place at the time, aside from them and the camera crew. Number 6, Ted Turner gives Eric Bischoff Monday nights. In mid-1995, Eric Bischoff strolled nervously into Ted Turner's office office and braced himself for a verbal volley of vitriol. A triple V, if you will. He planned to pitch that WCW programming strike up a deal with China's Star Network. The problem? That network was owned and operated by sworn Turner enemy Rupert Murdoch. Fish didn't even get that far into the pitch, though. After a few minutes of setting the scene, Ted interrupted him and boldly asked, what do we need to do to compete with Vince McMahon? Stunned by the question, Eric blurted out that he needed to go head-to-head -head with him. That's when Turner told his executives to give WCW CW two primetime hours every Monday night. Boom! Nitro was born, and it did eventually debut that September. Bischoff didn't divulge details on this face-to-face -face with Ted until years later, but he recognizes how pivotal it was in changing the wrestling landscape forever. The Monday Night Wars had very much begun. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash whatculture. Number 5. Eric Bischoff Convinces Hulk Hogan to Turn Heel 1995 was notable for another reason too. Towards the end of the year, Bischoff started talking to Hulk Hogan about the possibility of freshening up his act and trying something different. By 1996, polite talks had switched into full-blown pitches for Hogan to turn heel. Eric had the perfect gig for him. Hulk would be the leader of the new heel faction known as the New World Order. Whilst all this was going on behind the scenes, Hogan continued playing his classic babyface character in front of fans. Few knew what the real plan was, or that Hulk was pacing around his house wondering if going rogue might destroy everything he had built since the mid-80s. This was the hardest decision he had ever been asked to make. Bischoff got his way at the 11th hour when Hogan finally made up his mind and agreed to become the NWO's focal point. His heel turn shook the foundations of WCW as well as the entire wrestling industry, prolonged Hulk's career, and helped the company become number one. Number four, Jamie Kellner cancels WCW. WCW programming. It wasn't Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff, or even Ted Turner who made the biggest call in WCW's history, though. It was a television executive nobody had even heard of. Jamie Kellner was the one who decided that company programming would no longer air on Turner's own networks in 2001. Without TV, the company was effectively defunct. Kellner's move opened the door for Vince McMahon to purchase the remnants of a promotion that had once kicked his ass all over the United States. For the paltry sum of $2.5 million McMahon received WCW's tape library, numerous trademarks, and over 20 talent contracts he could use to bolster the ranks on his own shows. A random board meeting amongst Turner Top Brass altered the course of wrestling history for good. WCW didn't mean much to Kellner or his associates, it arguably never did to be honest, and they were sick and tired of the money pit it had become, so they put a pen through it and moved on. Number 3. Howard Finkel Names WrestleMania The brand name WrestleMania has become synonymous with pomp, circumstance, an endless explosion of fireworks and excitement. It's by far the biggest show on WWE's calendar every single year. It is hard to see it still being around as a respected thriller. Had original plans to call the show the Colossal Tussle prevailed though. That, believe it or not, was the first name proposed for Mania. And it didn't change until someone said something to the effect of, um, that sucks, how about calling it WrestleMania instead? That someone was Howard Finkel. Bruce Pritchard once revealed on his podcast that the Fink was the one who name WWE's iconic annual masterpiece. Without his intervention and willingness to speak up one day, Vince McMahon might have went with the colossal tussle, and yours truly probably wouldn't be talking about wrestling right this very second. Number 2. The Plan to Screw Bret Hart This one wouldn't have happened had Bret bolted to WCW back in 1992, of course. He didn't though, and instead went on to become a linchpin of the WWF's main event mix. Hart's influence would grow to the extent that he was one of Vince McMahon's most trusted lieutenants. Then Vince Renee 
reneged on a bumper new deal with Brett, said he couldn't afford it, and that pissed Hart off to the point that he decided WCW's money should be his instead. At that point, things turned a bit ugly. Brett, who had a fractured relationship with Shawn Michaels, told Vince he would not drop the WWF title to him in Canada. That worried McMahon, because it meant Hart could theoretically appear on WCW TV with his top title. He could not let that happen, so he called a meeting. Vince, Michaels, Triple H, and possibly a few others, conspired to screw Hart out of the belt at Survivor Series 1997. Yes, the screw job has been chronicled endlessly, but it still deserves a spot on this list. The secret conversations Vince had with HBK and others pushed Hart out, birthed the Mr. McMahon character, and had an absolutely huge knock-on effect generally. And number one, Vince McMahon Sr. sells to his son. Vince McMahon Jr., and he reportedly hates the Jr. tag, but it's a bit necessary here, founded Titan Sports in 1980. Two years later, he acquired the World Wrestling Federation from his father, and set about ruthlessly expanding throughout the US, and eventually globally over the next decade. Vince Sr. could not have known during those conversations about Vince Jr. assuming control of the entire company, that his boy would ignore traditions, break new ground, and revolutionize the pro wrestling industry. Hell, there's a chance Sr. might not have given Jr. complete power had he known the extent of his plans. Vince the Younger wanted to monopolize, and he did not care who he had to trample over to get there. That was just the way it was. He smelled opportunity, and he was going to grasp it regardless of what anyone said. He honestly knows how different things would be had Sr. actually said, no chance in hell, son, and decided to sell up to someone outside of the family. A McManless wrestling business. Ah, imagine that. And that is our list. No any other secret conversations that changed wrestling history forever? Well, let us know all about them in the comment section right down below, and don't forget to like, share, and click on that subscribe button while you're down there. Also, if you're into this sort of stuff, then please head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic wrestling articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Cheers for stopping by today, and hopefully we'll see you again rather soon. Bye-bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.